When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. I'm your host, Papa Stroh, the Maestro of Wrestling. Great to have you guys with us tonight. And tonight, we're talking Medusa, a.k.a. Aladra Blaze, and her great career over the years. Uh, if you got any cool Medusa stories, a moment you'd like to share, call anytime during tonight's live WCW Retro podcast at... 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. And uh, really excited to talk about Medusa tonight with you guys. Uh, yeah, I, I just she's uh, she's been been a great help to me and a lot of of, of us in the business, and uh, really inspiration for a lot of women in women's wrestling for sure. Uh, a trailblazer and uh, Hall of Famer, and. Uh, and, and she's been involved in a lot of historical events throughout the years of professional wrestling. So uh, looking forward to uh, talking Medusa tonight with you guys. And before we get uh, the callers and get things started here, uh, I'd like to make a few announcements, if I will. 
first off, uh, shout out to Masters of Ring Entertainment, Masters of Ring Entertainment dot com, Club dot org, uh, which we have in their uh, reunion coming up next month in September. So uh, check out what they're up to. Um, Fishing with Special Friends, Fishing with Special Friends dot com. Um, uh, coming up, uh, I'll be at September 3rd, Craven County Comic Con, being held at the uh, Craven County Fairgrounds in Newburn, North Carolina. So uh, if you guys in Newburn, North Carolina area, September 3rd, come see me. Uh, it's going to be a good thing. A lot of talented people be on hand. Uh, it's going to be a great time, for sure. And September 10th, I'm going to be at the Power Comic Con at the Florence Center in Florence, South Carolina. 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., same with the Craven County Comic Con, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. So come see me if you're in Florence, South Carolina, September 10th, for sure. Uh, Stroh Sinister Cinema is out now. You can check it out on YouTube and Facebook. Just type in the three S's, Stroh Sinister Cinema. Check it out. It will be premiering this fall. So really excited for you guys to check it out. It's a horror sci-fi comedy series. Uh, just think of Vira and Tales from the Crypt. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Trust me. And uh, Spy Series, I'm in. It's going to be premiering uh, this fall as well called Hybrid. Should be looking out for Hybrid soon. I'll be posting more information in the weeks ahead for that. A lot of stuff going on tonight. For sure. Let's get our first caller here. I think, oh, oh, this is a a great surprise here. Uh, The lovely Kathy Fitzpatrick from In The Room. How are you doing, Kathy? Joe, how are you doing tonight? Oh goodness, crazy! I'm, I'm fighting. I'm fighting the rain here, but uh, it's uh, it's going pretty good. How are you doing? Good, good. Awesome. Well, tonight, special night. We're talking uh, Medusa, aka Lother Blaze, and I'm sure you have some uh, great memories of her. You'd like to share? Oh uh, yeah, she's she's great. Um, <clears throat> together they had her in for Legends of the Ring <clears throat> and I got a chance to hang out with her, pick her up at the airport hang out with her during the day and everything <clears throat> she was just an awesome awesome lady yeah amazing and and she's been involved You know, I, I said earlier in the podcast she's been involved with a lot of historical events in wrestling through the years Oh, yeah. You really think about it. You know, she's the one that when she went to WCW, <clears throat> she took the WWE woman's belt and trashed it. Yeah. Live TV. <laughs> Nitro. Yeah. And then when she, when they had the legends come back to WWE that night, DiBiase, she came out with the belt. Looked like she was going to trash it, and DBI bought it from her, you know? <laughs> that was great. <laughs> oh, man. And she was also involved in, uh, uh, for example, like uh, the Dangerous Alliance, was, which is, was arguably probably one of the greatest factions of that time. Yeah. <laughs> she was involved in the storyline with... Um, Sherry and um, Colonel Parker, too. That's right, she was. And if if I'm not mistaken, she was the only female representative of the Dangerous Alliance. Correct. 
And, uh, you know, she, uh, and, and, and talking about, you know, she was one of the few that, you know, did the, did the crossovers. As a matter of fact, she she was like WCW Cruiserweight Champion at one time, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I think you're right. That's pretty wild. Yeah, they, yeah, she's... And then, you know, uh, the monster okay. truck driving. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. And she did that for a lot of years, too. Yeah. Her husband's retired uh, military. Mm-hmm. She's a huge supporter of the military, which is great, you know. That's, that's awesome. So, she's a very well-rounded person. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. And you know, I'm, and if I'm understand, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, she's uh, really versed in, in a few fighting styles as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah, she, um, <clears throat> you know, she wrestled the uh, bull Nakano. Oh man, some great matches I mean, they had, huh? Oh yeah. I mean, she did a lot of stuff in Japan. <clears throat> you know. Sorry about that. I have, my phone is really messed up, so I have to have it on speaker. I'm sorry. Oh, that's quite all right. <laughs> <laughs> I know the feeling with this weather I'm fighting currently. <laughs> <laughs> is it bad down there, Stro? Well, I'm sorry. Is it bad down there? It's it's not bad, but it's just pouring rain. You know what I mean? I mean, it's not much lightning or anything like that. Kind of wish some of that would come up here. We need rain so bad. Uh, hopefully it will. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it will. Yeah, um, she had she had quite the career there, and you know earlier on with the AWA, right? Correct. <clears throat> yeah. Didn't she manage um, or accompany Kevin Kelly? Uh, well, Kelly, who you know ended up being nails later at one point there in WWE. I. Not I don't the, know if she, but at, he did. I know yeah. she did. Yes, yeah, I wasn't sure if Medusa had hand either on, you know, after Sherry did. That, 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 that. Mm-hmm. I do you know. <clears throat> but um But it, it it it's funny how Medusa and Sherry kinda followed similar paths, you know, earlier on exactly. in their careers. Yeah, it's you know it's you know, um, you know everybody wanted to say you know either you know Medusa above Sherry or vice versa, but to be honest, I think they were at the same level. 
I mean, maybe Medusa's extensive fighting styles was above Sherry, but they could both, you know, do the talk and do the walk and do the ring stuff. <laughs> yeah, they had quite a lot in common. Yep. <clears throat> yes, they did. As a matter of fact, Medusa came all the way down to Alabama for Sherry Trino. <clears throat> mm. Now, I'm not mistaken. Did uh, did Sherry and um, Medusa ever have any matches together? Yes. <clears throat> I okay. can't remember. Um, I know they did fight a few times. Um, okay. <clears throat> I know they did compete against each other. I should say not fight. But I know they did mm-hmm. compete against each other. But I can't remember oh, if it was here in right. Japan. God, can you imagine how those matches went? <laughs> oh, yeah. I wouldn't like to be in the middle of this. I mean, either. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I bet they were amazing. <laughs> I know there was, a couple, there was a couple times that she, uh, when I was in WCW, that she'd, like, step in the ring with a parka. <laughs> from Mexico, and, or and there was times she was La Parca. <laughs> yeah, I I do remember that. That was pretty wild. I know it's it's you know um <clears throat> she is just she's a very one very tough lady. <clears throat> And I'm yeah. so glad I'm <laughs> right. <laughs> I really enjoyed her Harlem's Hall of Fame speech. That oh, was yeah. really cool. Yeah, I don't know. Do I believe you I saw... when she went on uh-huh. tour. I think it was in, uh, either she was on tour with the monster truck stuff or something. I forget. But she had a hmm? Life size cutout of her husband with her. Oh, that's Do you so remember cool. Remember that? Yeah, posted that. Yep. <clears throat> that's so cool. Yeah, she's uh. I, I saw a picture there at the Hall of Fame. I think she had got her picture taken with Joan Jett. You see that one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was real cool. The um, when she was in for icons at one time, <clears throat> she we were leaving, and she's like in the car, and she's like, "Oh boy, oh boy." I said, "What's the matter?" I said, "You know, we got plenty of time to get to the airport." And she says, mm-hmm. "Yeah, my husband sent me a message." I said. Is he okay? And she's like, oh, yeah, he just wants to go out and buy a $70,000 truck. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
place just like that's okay. love right there, man. <laughs> I felt like saying, we know how bad you could hurt him, you know? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's, like, you, we alluded to the, the bit where she, the time where she threw the WWF women's title in the trash can of nitro, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I forget what what was she uh what kind of controversy was she going through at the time? Was it just not her getting enough matches or I'm not sure. I know she just was like, you know, I'm done, I'm out, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and she walked with the title and came on WCW and Dropped it in the trash can. Yeah. I know that was like the talk talk at the time. I mean, that was like everywhere when she did oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the Monday Night Wars. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, it, it cracked me up <clears throat> how many people actually believed you know, um, like when Sherry was with Colonel Parker. Uh-huh. And oh, they believed they were getting married and all this, and I'm sitting there going, really? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> here, comes Medusa, here comes Medusa at the uh, before the wedding, you know, <clears throat> beating Sherry up. And Sherry's like, you know, because Sherry had told me, you know, you got to watch this, you got to watch it. And I'm like, oh, I am, I am. And here yeah. he beating her up and oh it's hysterical <laughs> oh man god can you imagine having Medusa and, and Sherry at, at a wedding <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> oh my goodness man because yeah, I know when, Sherry, when Medusa was in you know, we talked a lot about Sherry and, you know, reminisced. I mean, we had like an hour drive from the airport to the hotel. <clears throat> mm-hmm. We just reminisced about stuff and, you know, you know, the crazy stories we all had and, you know. And, you know, people don't realize, you know, how far back I go with Sherry. Right. <clears throat> but it. <clears throat> you know. And um, it was good. It was a good, uh, as I put it, it was a good therapy session. Yeah, I bet. A lot of great memories. Oh, yeah. Man. A lot of great stories. uh, No, I I can imagine. (laughs) What, um... What what are some of your favorite Medusa memories? Um, <clears throat> I know we, we just got to say one with the wedding. That was that was bad. <laughs> 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 um, definitely a lot of her bull, uh, her, her and uh, bull bull, bull matches. Oh man, 
that, that that's some of the greatest matches I, I've I've seen. Mhm. Just amazing. Now I can't remember. Did Luna? Ha- did Luna and Medusa fight? I'm not really sure. I don't want to rule against it, but uh, if they have, I, w- I would love to see it again. <laughs> oh yeah. <tell> me that. <laughs> You know, it's just, um, I'm trying to think. I, I'm i not sure if they did or they didn't. I would assume they did. God, can you imagine? No. <laughs> I, I, would, I would love to see those two go. Well, Stro, I would really like to stay on longer, but I'm having a little problem with my animals up here. I got to break up some fights. Um, okay. Thank you for letting me call in. I'll talk to you on Tuesday. All right, Kathy. Have a good week. Bye bye. Thank you. I was, I was Kathy Fitzpatrick from In the Room. You can check out our our podcast in the room along with Brady Hicks uh, every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at BeautyNation.com and. Uh, Hey, yeah, I want to also, while I'm on the air here, give a shout-out and thank you to all the one everybody that's listening on Spotify and iTunes. Just in case uh, you guys don't know, you can also listen to us on Spotify and iTunes as well, um, right on VOCNation.com uh, with uh, WCW Retro. Uh, some great, uh, I tell you, some great memories right now. Uh, we've been uh, sharing with uh, Medusa, aka Adolder Blaze, uh, some, some great stuff. We'll go, we'll go take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, uh, we'll talk more Medusa plus more wrestling news. And so stick with us. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks, having started way back in 2010. VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. 
this is your amiga Shelly from Cali to let you know you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We've excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Papa Joe here, the Maestro of Wrestling. Tonight we're talking, we're talking about the career of Medusa, aka our brother Blaze, and what a career she's had, man. And if uh, you got any cool uh, Medusa or Linda Blaze moments, memories you'd like to share, call at any time tonight's live WCW Retro Podcast nine one four three three eight one eight eight five. Once again, that number is nine one four three three eight one eight eight five. And uh, I, I tell you, uh, Medusa, you know, I, I talked about it earlier in the podcast. She, uh, she's, uh, we've crossed paths uh, in, during, you know, both our times with WCW. Uh, I know she was like in the midst of a series of matches. She was involved in a series of matches that I had with uh, Evan Courageous, in which uh, her and Evan Courageous, had some issues there, <laughs> apparently, and uh, and then I, eventually I got involved in his maestro, and uh, but I mean, yeah, Medusa, it, it was an honor to uh, uh, to work with Medusa, and uh, she's like, I was talking with Kathy earlier. I mean, one of the, one of the toughest individuals in our business, hands down. Uh, and I mean, gosh, she's that dabbled in so many things through the years and, and been involved in a lot of historical events in wrestling through the years and uh uh I, I real honor and a pleasure, you know, on my end to be involved somewhat with her career. Um even though it was a brief moment there in WCW, but uh I mean it was just uh it was amazing to work with her and 
one of the people I really have the most respect for, uh, no doubt. But Medusa, she's uh, she's awesome. She's one of the all-time best. And, and women's wrestling, she's at the very top, man. Uh, and, she, I mean, if, if, women, if women's wrestling has, like, a Mount Rushmore, Medusa should be right up there, man. I mean, in my opinion. But uh, let me know what you guys think. Uh, call in anytime to tonight's live uh, WC Retro Podcast, 914-338-1885. Once again, the number is 914-338-1885. Now, tonight we're talking Medusa, a.k.a. Alundra Blaze. I was talking to Kathy earlier about the matches she had with Bull McConnell. And during that time, uh, in my opinion, it's like one of the best series of matches I've, I've I've seen in, in quite in, in quite some time. Uh, uh, two, two, two ladies just put on on some amazing matches, and uh, and you know it, it, and and watching the matches and the stories they were telling the ring of it is it just made me respect those two wrestlers that much more for what they you know done. For well, women's wrestling, and uh, I mean, what I, I thought they were way ahead of their time, honestly. And uh, look, is that yeah? I alluded alluded her earlier with the uh, involvement with the Dangerous Alliance to or accompanying Rick Rude um, at the time, and she was the only female representative of the Dangerous Alliance at the time as well, and, and so much talent within that group. Oh my gosh. Uh, Medusa, Rick Rude, Bobby Eaton, uh, Paul Heyman, Arn Anderson, uh, Steve Austin. Uh, what, what a combination. Hands down. Uh, Larry Zabisco as well. Uh, man, uh, what, a, what a group. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, she's, uh, Medusa's one of the all-time best, man, and the Hall of Famer, and, uh, Legendary monster truck driver. <laughs> Gosh, her accolades just go on and on. It's amazing. Just just amazing. Um, yeah, uh, as far as wrestling news goes, uh, goodness gracious, uh, what a match. Uh, well, actually, what a show the other night that AEW Dynamite had. Uh, uh, some pr- pretty good matches. Uh, Jay Lethal and Dax Harwood had a really good match. Um the six-man tag main event was really good. Uh, for, for the ongoing trios title tournament in which there was altercation between Osprey and Omega near the end. Uh, although rivalry from uh, New Japan evidently is uh, rebuilding, per se. And looks like we'll, we'll see the we might be seeing the Empire and the Elite going at it. Uh, hopefully it all out. I hope so. That'd be great. Um, but, uh, man, what in the world was going on with that, uh, <laughs> int- the, the championship match, AW championship match with CM Punk and, uh, John Moxley, John Moxley winning the thing, proving he is the true AW champion. And, uh, you know, and some can argue that CM Punk may have, uh, come back too soon. But uh, nevertheless, uh, John Moxley's the man right now. He's he's the heavyweight champ, and what this means for All Out coming up for AW, uh, we'll see. Uh, 
you know, the possibilities are are there. I mean, you can either – I mean, you got uh, Adam Page, the former champ. Uh, you could have a returning MJF. I mean, I mean what do you guys think? Uh, let me know. 914-338-1885. Once again, that number to call in is 914-338-1885. Let's see what you guys think about this. Uh, and Dunderosa having to uh, step down as champion, and now this is going to be a uh, a match for an interim women's champion. I think it all out. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not really a fan of the interim champion thing. Uh, I, I just think, I mean, personally, I, I I still have the old school mentality of look, you know, if you can't def- defend your championship. Just uh, put the belt up in a tournament or in a match to crown a new champion, and then, you know, then later on go after whoever the champion is, vice versa. I mean, this whole interim thing, I mean, I wasn't a fan of it when AW introduced it, and I'm, I'm still not a fan of it. And I, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm even more not a fan of it, honestly. Uh, but uh, some of you guys might dig it, you know. So, I mean, I just – and then some have argued that, you know, this has been done with MMA and all that, which is fine and good, but, you know, which is good for the MMA, but I just don't think it works for the wrestling, personally. But, I mean, let me know what you guys think. Uh, we could talk about it, what have you. But, I mean, I'm just, personally, I'm just not a big fan of the interim thing. Uh, but uh, I wish Thunder Rosa the best. I hope she heals up and gets back and do what she does best. And I, I don't... You know, as great as she she was the champion and all, but honestly, I think she could have done she could do even more as champion. I mean, she's very talented, very gifted uh, competitor, and I would like to see more of her. Whether she retains the championship or loses it, or, or 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 goes goes to get it back, I'd like to see more of what Thunder Rosa could do as champion, honestly. And I hope AEW gives her that opportunity to do so. Uh, um, Yeah, all outs coming up. Uh, We'll see uh, Jericho and Brian Danielson, uh, which a match I'm looking forward to. um, uh, Two two of the best in AEW, and I, I think... Danielson really uh, pushed Jericho and bring out the – I think these two will probably bring out the best in each other, honestly. So, Brian, Danielson and Chris Jericho, I, I think I'm really excited to watch for sure. Um, as well. Uh, and then you have uh, Swerve, Strickland, and uh, Keith Lee defending the Tag Team Championships against the Acclaim. That, that'll be really good. Um a lot, of, a lot of cool uh, matchups coming up for All Out. Uh, and I'm anxious to see if the, the actual AEW Heavyweight Championship will be defended. Uh, John Moxley was defended against uh, who his next title match opponent will be So for All Out. So we'll see what happens there. Um, as far as the WWE and the things going, I mean, they've really picked up a lot. Of, a lot. Um, I guess you got Clash in the Castle. If I'm pronouncing that correctly. 
uh, McIntyre and Roman Reigns for the Undisputed uh, Championships. Uh, a, lot, a lot of cool stuff happening. Oh, uh, okay. We, we here's our next caller here. Uh, oh, uh, for Steve. Uh, Steve, welcome back. How you doing? I'm doing good. Just uh, wondering uh, what's going on. I haven't been able to listen to the show live, so catch me up. Okay. Yeah. Well, we talk. We were talking earlier about uh, some of the career highlights of Medusa, and over the years and everything, and. Uh, you know, just rambling on some wrestling news as well. So, I mean, uh, which, whichever you'd like to talk about, feel free. <laughs> um, to see Bull Nakano or Akira Hokuto at, at a show. I sure did. Because I know there were two the, the Medusa's uh, very close There was uh, Sonny Ono brought him in. One time, I got I got to uh, beat him, and then I, I was I was sick of the death because um, you know I was already a big Bull Nakano fan. So I mean, it, it was just great meeting him. It, it was super cool. Yeah, I saw the Medusa TV matches with them in WCW, and also the I'm sure they had a really good Tokyo Dome match. I watched it way back with some big entrances. Oh yeah. Great, great stuff, man. And, I mean, what chemistry they had, too, man. It was amazing. Um, what are your thoughts on the Evan Courageous? Because I saw that she wrestled him and, and managed him at one point. Yeah, I was, I was involved with uh, some – uh, um, at one point with their uh, their feud – because uh, I had a series of matches Evan Courageous, and uh, and she was with him at the time, but they had like a, some kind of dissension thing going on, right? And uh, that's right. Yeah, that, it was really cool working with her. I mean, I was I was I was really happy because I was already a fan as it is of her and her work and everything. So it was it was pretty cool, and she was great. Do you think she had better? Sorry, did she have better work in WCW compared to WWE? I, I think, I think, uh, there, I mean, there was some heat there towards the end with her, her last run with uh, WWE, and I, I think she got to the point where I think Thunder Rosa's kind of having an issue with right now, where they, she wanted, she wanted to do more, you know, being champion. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I think. And, uh, and you know what I'm saying? And I think uh, the Divas era didn't help either, so she just went into monster truck mm-hmm. to drive it. And that's a lot of reason why she enjoyed Japan, you know what I mean? Because she, she can actually compete. Oh, yeah. And she had a... She was working in Japan in, like, during the 90s. It was, like, prime years before the WWE Women's Push, like, Japan... That's some great talent over there, besides Will McConnell, Ozzy Kong, and others. And it was, you know what, I really believe, I really feel it's because of her and connections with the monster truck industry, right? That 
you know, Hulk Hogan at the time, you know, remember he had a monster truck after him, right? When he came to WCW, mm-hmm. you know, I, I really think it was because of her connections that they were to make that happen. I wonder what she would have thought of the, uh, the giant versus Hogan in that monster truck sumo match. Cause that was really bizarre, but new. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if you, if you really think about it, she, you know, Medusa was really way ahead of her time. A lot of things she did. Mm-hmm. I wonder, I wonder why she, maybe she did do. I'm wondering why she chose monster truck driving over, over, racing because they're both dangerous I, I think but I'm wondering if the mm-hmm. money was better for monster truck uh, driving I, you know what I, I pro- probably so and the fact that she she got she kind of you know she liked the whole monster truck concept as well it was probably a mm-hmm. combination of both but she was if you think about it she was like the only like wrestler, she was like one of the first wrestlers to even be involved doing that sort of thing. Yeah, um, can you name others? Because uh, I'm sure there's been more, but I just can't think of oh, any yeah. off the top of my head. I'm, I'm probably she's. I'm, I'm sure she was the first female <laughs> wrestler. Oh, for sure, for sure, yeah. But man, I mean, and she was the only. Like we're talking about the Dangerous Alliance, or she was like the only female member of the Dangerous Alliance when they got together. Oh wow! I like completely forgot about that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it, it, this is amazing what she's done. I mean, and and she's like uh, averse in different fighting styles as well. Mhm. Yeah, I mean, she had to probably. Um take care of herself over there in Japan where they they go hard. And her and Sherry got her, you know, the beginning scene that they kind of follow each other's past, you know, because they were both in the AWA at one time, right? And then they both went from AWA to uh, WWE. Wow. It seems like her AWA career doesn't get mentioned enough. I wonder if it was uh, brief. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised about that, too, because you would think they would have mentioned her a lot more. It seems like uh, AWA and World Class were, like, the biggest territories outside WWF at one point. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And... I was telling uh, Kathy I called in earlier. I, I thought it was like saying it was really cool to see. Uh, I saw a photo of um, of Medusa with uh, Joan Jett at the Hall of Fame when she was being inducted. One well, night. Nice. That was really cool. Yeah. I was um, Sonny Ono, by the way, since you mentioned him earlier, like. Did you ever work matches against him while he was a manager? I wish to God. I, I was, oh, God, I wanted him to manage me so bad. 
<laughs> I, I, I love Sonny, man, so much. He, Sonny's awesome. He was great. Yeah. It'd be kind of neat that they gave you a martial arts uh, persona because you have, you have enough background and also worked Japan at some point. So I think that was an interesting. Maybe put you under a mask or something, like, like a mysterious character. You know, I, it was funny because um, I had this black gi that I wanted to wear so bad. Nice. And and I was, and uh, it was like, oh God! And and I'm and I'm thinking, God, I wish, you know, I was wish I was a part of an international clique with Sonny. God would so wear that black gi. <laughs> you know what I, mean? <laughs> I think I wanted to wear it so bad. There, but it just never came out. <laughs> I don't know the name, but I think there was a British wrestler that used to do that. I don't know how notable he was, but I think. Rigo, Rigo might have brought that up. That there was like a martial arts like characters in world class period. Um, Speaking of Rigo, man, that's that's pretty cool that his son is NXT now. Oh yeah, I, I haven't seen his work yet, but I've heard about him, and I'll definitely check it out just to see how he how he is because um, it's very interesting. I think. Um, Hopefully he does well there, but if he ever wants to work outside of that system, I'd love to see him in there with uh, uh, Finley, Finley's son, uh, David Finley. Oh, can you imagine? Oh, that'd be great. That'd be, they could be a good tag team more if you. Right. Man, that that's so cool. I I, I saw the bit the other night where Dexter and uh, Indy. Uh, got back together. Yeah, I didn't see the whole segment, but it seemed like they were reuniting from what I saw. Well, they did a backstage bit after that, right? Where they kissed, and uh, he gave her uh, a letter right before he went outside the door to get uh, to be arrested <laughs> again. And uh, the the letter said, "Goodbye for now. I love you forever." And I'm, 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 the way they were work, the way it was going, it, it kind of hinted that maybe she may be involved with what he's doing on the main roster, right? Coming up, so I'm, I'm hoping that's, that's the case. So, right, because she was complaining right before he showed up about she's not getting anywhere with NXT. She's, you know, what I mean, she thought she'd be more ahead in her career and all that sort of thing. So maybe this is maybe a, a sign that she may be joining joining Dexter in the main roster. I hope I hope so. Um, I had some dream matches I thought of for Wonder Blaze. Uh, I mean, obviously the cool. video game that she was on, they didn't have Bull Nakano's likeness, so I think they that's why they did the Page Wonder storyline uh, match. But like um, that would be a good one because Page used to. Do the, the scorpion logs that Lil Nakano did, but um, I'd love to see Alundra versus China. Might not have been a scientific match, but it would have been interesting. And they're both oh, like powerful. That that definitely would have been WrestleMania material right there. Mhm. And then um, I think the early years of TNA. 
me and Medusa wouldn't liked it, but like later on with like Gail Kim and uh, uh, Austin Kong, I loved. I would have loved to see mm-hmm. Gail Kim or Austin Kong. Oh gosh, Austin Kong and I love the Blaze. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, Loda Blaze. She 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 wrestled really well with um, bigger opponents. Absolutely. Sorry, I'm I'm working on the. No, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. What a dream match that would be. Or in um, Austin Kong. Oh, for sure. Austin Kong is a big what if. Because, like, she didn't have a lot of time in WWE or AEW. But Impact, she had some great work with Gil Kim. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Gail Kim's another one. Can you imagine her with Medusa? Oh, yeah. I'd love to see that. I mean, yeah. One of the more underrated... Women's wrestlers, right? I, I, it's a shame with the time and everything, but can you imagine a Ronda Rousey Medusa match? Oh, that'd be great. Um, also, uh, I'd love to see Victoria versus uh, Andre Blaze. Both powerful. Oh, that'd be good. Women, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially when oh, that, she was, that, like, with, when she was, like, managing Steve Richards and she had the psycho uh, persona. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. It was one of my favorite versions oh, yeah. of Victoria. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and there's another one. I mean, she was... Uh, Really, a pioneer of the women's division. At one point, and you know, you you would think, I don't know, um, you think she'd be in line for a Hall of Fame induction down the road. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised she hasn't been put in already, but um, I think at some point they have to. And uh, mm-hmm. also, obviously, Charlotte versus Andre would be a good matchup too. Oh, Charlotte, yes. Mm-hmm. She's um, she's, she's supposed to be back soon, ev- evidently, on the main roster. Yeah, I think she took some time off to with Andrade, but yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if she comes back soon. Yeah, maybe start a feud with Liv. Liv Morgan. That'd be interesting. Oh, uh, speaking of the women's division, uh, I think uh, Alundra and Tony Storm would be a good match or a team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. They would have some great matches. And them, them as a team, I could see that. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah. Speaking of, did you see the other night Thunder Rosa has the, uh, this uh, step down, this champion, and they're at the match for an interim championship at uh, All Out? Yeah. And to- yeah, crazy. I uh, I don't know how long she'll be out, but that's. Uh, I like. I like that they want to be more sports based than UFC as interim champions, but I understand why they would do that for Punk. But I was kind of surprised that they didn't just strip Rosa of the championship. Yeah, um, me, me too. I think I don't think it was fault of her own, but like the I think the women's title division really cooled down after Rosa had that feud with Britt Baker, and she just couldn't. Gain momentum. And I think you know. Yeah. You're right, because I mean, some people, you know, some wrestlers, you know, I mean, they're better as challengers than champions, right? And just mm-hmm. the way it is, that works out. Like, for example, a Britt Baker, she was an awesome champion. I thought she was amazing. Yeah, I think her and Tony Storm have to fight for it at some point. I think Tony Storm will win it soon, but yeah, yeah Brie Baker was good. And and Thunder Rosa, she was an awesome challenger. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Their matches were iconic, especially that hardcore match. Oh, amazing! It's just you know, even even on you know the the guys in the in their division. You know what I mean? It, it was like. Uh, yeah, they're some are better challengers than they are champions. You know what I mean? That's why when you see them finally win the champ mm-hmm. uh, championship, he knows they don't hold it very long. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's why Jake Roberts wasn't champion a lot of Roddy Piper, but um, and I thought Brody Lee should have had a longer reign, but he didn't. He didn't hold singles titles. Often as mostly tags. But whatever it is, I hope Thunder Rosa heals up and gets back in the ring as soon as she can. Yeah, same. Um, there's there's a lot of drama going on lately. The rumor mill. Yeah. Very very interesting times over there. Oh God, that, yeah, I, I saw the deal where they said Eddie Kingston was suspended. <laughs> Yeah. And I think he admitted it too as well. Um That's crazy. And what about that title match the other night? Wow. <laughs> oh yeah. I didn't even I must have missed it, but like I saw the result of that because I I usually work Wednesday night, so but yeah, I was listening to it and yeah, it seemed like when I heard it was like only three minutes long and I think it makes sense for them for him to beat him there in Cleveland, Ohio, and then have him challenge him at Pay-Per-View in Chicago. Yeah. But it was – I think everybody was surprised he was only went three minutes. You, you think he's going to be well enough by then? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I heard the plan is that they're going to slow the match, but in the moment you just – you don't – you wouldn't know that because they didn't. They haven't announced. I think so far the rematch, but I thought I know some people were probably disappointed that the match wasn't longer. But I think it makes Mox look better 
and also protects Punk because they did it the whole injury angle. Yeah. And it makes you wonder, if not Punk, who who would Mox defend the title against it all out? I, it wouldn't surprise me if Punk wins it all out, but I'd love to see Moxley retain and just, I don't know, for that moment. So, so you think we'll have a rematch? That night? Uh, you think you'll have yeah, a rematch think, with Punk and Moxley? Yeah, I think a rematch is imminent, but I don't know who else would challenge him. I mean, maybe maybe they could do a contenders match like Adam Page and somebody, but... Um, yeah. MJF could come back and cost uh, Punk the match there at All Out, and then Mox can retain that way. Because I think some people thought uh, MJF would show up, you know, this week, but he didn't. Yeah, that's uh, that'd be big for MJF return for sure. That would give him a lot of uh, heat, and also, um, I'm surprised. I don't know. I know there's way too many factions in AEW, but. I'd love to see him turn Brian Pillman and Chris Harrison and maybe have like an enforcer guy with them. Like, like when he used to have uh Wardlow, I think Hobbs could have been that guy to replace Wardlow for MJF. Right. What about the announcement that Motor City and Machine Guns is going to be, uh, take them and Jay Lethal against the FTR and Wardlow, man, at all out. That should be good. Uh, I wasn't sure what the plans were, but um, so Wardlow, Morrissey, Machine Guns are facing FTR, and uh, who's the other guy? No. Well, is Wardlow and FTR are teaming up against uh, Jay Lethal and uh, Motor City Machine Guns? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, that should be really good, especially uh, yeah. Getting getting more same machine guns from FTR because I don't think I've seen that before. It might be the first time. No, me neither. And machine guns have always been a great team. Yeah, I thought it was cool that they were booked on the Ric Flair's last match card. Yeah, yeah, that that was cool. I mean, actually, the Ric Flair's last match, the card itself was pretty decent. Yeah, I think. I think it would have been great if they'd given the undercard some more time, but on paper it looked good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Because some of those matches, I mean, were, were, I mean, had potential to be really solid. That's a crazy that – was, that was a cool last uh, independent match for Cross there. He goes from, like, wrestling on Ric Flair's last match card to going to WWE, just like that. What a year he's had. <laughs> yeah, him and Jeff Jarrett what? just having some crazy yeah. year. And and I guess he's not he's not with WWE anymore apparently. Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, that's very odd because he just he just basically was announced starting to work over there and then he got replaced by the roadie, which is pretty funny. Yeah, and you know it's funny because like DX has pretty much taken over WWE. Who would have thought? <laughs> right. They're like if they, if they, the authority now. They found a way. 
if they found a way, I'm sure Billy Gunn be there too. Who knows? Or or X Pac, Sean Waltman. Has um this guy's been Billy might be in like the part of the first father son angle besides Vince and Shane, obviously. Other than yeah. that, I haven't seen many father son angles other than the McMahons. Yeah. And and an all out, the acclaimed is getting a tag team title match with uh, Swerve and uh, Keith Lee. I think that's good. It's it's nice to see some more tag teams in there. I think FTR at some point should challenge them, but it, there's no rush for that. I think they should right. build some more teams up. I think they should build varsity blondes up more, but I think at some point you got to turn those guys because they just, you know, they just got ran over by the claims, I think, or, or another team. Uh, a match I'm pretty excited about for All Out. I, I, I would like to see is, uh, Brian Danielson and Chris Jericho. I think that's going to be pretty solid. Oh, for sure. Um, I didn't see the Moxie Jericho match. I heard it was good, but um, I think it's cool that Jericho has multiple personas that he can go back and forth with. Like, he, he goes to, like, Lionheart or Painmaker. I think it's pretty cool that right. he can just change it up like that. I like I like his Lionheart persona because he, he, he does, like, a lot of on, on-base wrestling. No, I'm at wrestling with the Lionheart deal. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool to see. And that's what he did with Moxley. It was really good. So he's supposed to be like going in with Lionheart Jericho with uh, Brian Danielson all out. So that, that should he, be really cool. He's the closest we have to Mick Foley right now because he's got those multiple personas he can, he can use at any point. Pretty much, right? And you know Jericho, he said he wanted to be he wanted to be the David Bowie of wrestling. He kind of is, besides Foley, you know. Yeah, it's amazing he can still fit in his trunks and his wrestling gear hmm. from back. <laughs> the old Lionheart. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> um, he looks like he slimmed down in recent mm-hmm. months, so that's good for him. But yeah, it's. That's great. pretty cool. I think uh, I like him feuding with the Blackpool Combat Club, and I think Daniel Garcia and Wheeler Yuta could be a good tag team at some point. Oh, gosh. Can you imagine Garcia joining the the Blackpool Combat Club? Awesome. Yeah, it seems, it seems pretty eminent, given how the TV has been. And Garcia and Yuta will definitely benefit, but we'll see if they how they how they do as singles or a tag. That'd be another great team right there. Him and Yuta. Yeah. Because you can always need more tag teams and that's the benefit of the factions and also the trios titles. They can go after the trios titles too if they want to go after them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And um, I think Claudio is supposed to defend the ROH title, too. I believe it all out, but I forget who his opponent is. Or maybe next, yeah, I think, next week on Dynamite. I'm yeah. not sure.
Well, we got like a, a how, how many weeks until all out? Uh, September 4th. Okay. Um, let's see. I don't see, I don't see him after Claudio yet, but I think he should definitely be on it. Um, the match is mm-hmm. announced are Christian Cage, Jungle Boy, singles match, Ricky Starks, Powerhouse Hobbs, singles match, and uh, you mentioned oh, Florida yeah. Glory was claimed. Jerry versus Brian. There's a casino ladder match with the two beat oh, wow. uh, participants. Uh, Four way match: Tony Storm, Britt Baker, Jimmy Hader, Hikaru Shida. Uh, you mentioned a six man tag match earlier: Wardlow, FTR versus Lethal Machine Guns, and uh, World Trio's uh, finals coming up on that card too. So it should be good card, but yeah, hopefully they can put Claudio on there too at some point. Right. Right. Who do you think is going to come out on top in this Trails tournament? Yeah, let, let me see. Let me look at the bracket. Um, Who, who won the uh, matches uh, on Dynamite, by the way? Was it Empire? Uh, well, the Empire won their match, I think. So, I think Right now, it's Empire, which is Elite, Omega, and mm-hmm. I think the Elite are going to win that one. And then you got Dark Order versus Best Friends. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see the Elite versus uh, Dark Order, to be honest, but I could definitely see it being Elite versus Best Friends. Oh, that'd be good. I know there was an altercation uh, at the end of the main event with uh, Omega and Osprey, kind of leading back to their... New Japan days. Oh my goodness, that'll be good. Now that I think about it, like I wish that was the finals. To be honest with you, I'm surprised that's not the finals. Right, and they were like, uh, this was like after the show. Looked like footage after it went off the air, and they had some verbal altercations back and forth between Osprey and Omega, and and I'm, I'm watching. I'm thinking, why wasn't this on television? This was great. <laughs> yeah, I think I think what they could do is if they filmed it, put that on TV the next week, so that way you can make up for not having it on TV last week. I would hope so, because it, it was great stuff. Oh, it was great. Yeah, they have they, they do some fun stuff after the shows. But, um, and then sometimes the timing of of the angles is off too, like when Andrade turned on his partner, I think it was like Bandito. So like, there's still some timing issues and they got to work on. But yeah, hopefully they can reference that on TV next week. The um, watching Osprey amazing. I mean, Omega. Osprey's amazing with his counters. Some of the counters he does is just amazing. Yeah, I think. People were surprised he didn't win the G1 this year. So Okada, because Okada's mm-hmm. won it before. But once Omega gets like 100%, God, can you? Oh, I'd love to see him in Osprey go. Oh, yeah. In a singles match for sure. And, uh, So what do you think about this uh, 
Castle pay per view coming up from WWE. Um, they got, uh, you know, I mean, got McIntyre and Reigns for the undisputed championship. I mean, there's rumors that on 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 an internet that they may be splitting up the titles. I don't. It doesn't look that way. I mean, what do you, what do you think? They probably won't do the title change there, but I'd love to see Drew McIntyre win the title there, doing it at the UK show. And it'd be a big mm-hmm. pop for him. But um, the match I'm most looking forward to is Gunther versus Sheamus, just because they're too heavyweights to go at it. Like, hard. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Gunther and Sheamus. Yeah, um... I thought Sami Zayn had a really good showing on SmackDown, uh, given that yes, he, he was he was like the fan favorite because he was in Canada. What a pop he um, got! Wow, it was, it was great. Yeah, he was big time over, and uh, but I think Sheamus and, and Gunther on paper is going to be a really good, strong style type yeah. match. Probably a show stealer right there. Yeah, it's like when you when I'd watch like Shibata go to or go to Suzuki or just go at it hard. And you got a uh, Shayna Baszler and uh, Liv Morgan, I think, for the women SmackDown Women's Championship. I'm I'm rooting for Shayna Baszler in that one. I think Liv has been very mixed bag as champion, and it's not her fault. It's just the way she beat Ronda the last time, mm-hmm. and. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if they do an angle with uh, Ronda and Shayna during that match. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh, gosh. Can you imagine a Ronda Shayna Baszler match? Whew. That'll be really good. Goodness It's like great. watching a, a, a technical card match. Mm hmm. And you have. Um, Oh gosh, I forget the rest of the card, but I know they had some of the matches going on. The Clash of the Castle, I, I think, if I'm, I'm not saying that correctly. No, I think you're right. Um, do you think? Um, well, we saw Johnny Gargano return to Monday Night Raw the other night with Daria. That was really cool. Um, all his returns. Uh, who, who do you, who you like to see return? the WWE that have that we haven't seen in a while. I mean, the last one I really like. I didn't see the Gargano return. Did he mm-hmm. be feuding with Theory or teaming with Theory? I, I, I think he's starting a feud with Theory. It looked like okay. But I heard it was well received, and that doesn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. I think it was perfect timing for Gargano to take time off and come back during this new regime change because I think we'll get a really good shot with Triple H in charge. Um, right. But uh, I think the most recent return I liked was carrying Cross. Going back to his previous NXT persona was the right choice, and I think he'll have a really good chance there. And he could be a big factor in the upcoming title match with McIntyre and uh... – Reigns too. He could possibly be. So that'd be interesting. Yeah, that that they did play that up that he could be feuding with Drew and Reigns. Um, I think 
maybe not the fiend, but Bray Wyatt. I'd love to see him uh, back with like a new regime in charge. I think if they go back to his Wyatt family roots, I think him would be interesting to see how they bring him back. Then he could possibly have there, him feud with like uh, Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Well, there's there's rumor going around that the whole Wyatt Six thing could mean a whole new group for him once he returns. So what do you think? Yeah, that would be interesting. And it'd be interesting if they brought back Eric Rowan because he's still a free agent, I believe. And, um, yeah, I think if he had some new people to work with, it'd be really good for him. Yeah, that would be interesting. And, uh, the the only guy, the only guy, they, the only guy they have closer, uh-huh. like close enough to Wyatt is Joe Gacy. Yeah. Also, uh, they showed a, a vignette uh, the, the other week on SmackDown on the Viking Raiders, uh, but and it, it appeared to be Sarah Logan in the video with them. So there may be a possibility she may be returning with the Viking Raiders. Yeah, I think that'd be good for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, she could be a valet or a wrestler, and I think she would have a better run this time, too, if she did come back. Right. I think she could feud with uh, Bianca Baylor or Liv Morgan if she did come back. I think it's cool that, you know, like, with Judgment Day, they have uh, Rhea getting involved with, like, some of the other feuds they got. Like, she got involved in a match with Dolph Ziggler uh, this past Monday, I think, on Raw. And and all that. I mean, she's just, like, uh, and she did the thing with uh, Dominic. I, mean, I think she's Sarah like, Logan make... re-rip... Go ahead. I think... Logan and Reaper would really be a good matchup. Yeah. It it I just think it'd be a matter of time before she, Rhea goes after the the Raw Women's Championship. Yeah, if she's if she's cleared, she should definitely be a top woman right now. I think she could go after uh, Bianca, given that they're on Raw. And I mean the mat, the, like the matches. They had some great matches together, you know, in the past. So I mean, I can only imagine them feuding for the championship would be tremendous. Yeah, I think Rhea Ripley versus Wonder Blaze would be a good matchup too, given Rhea's intensity. Mhm. And with with this uh, the Mysterio feud with the Judgment Day, it makes you wonder, you know, where Dominic's going to go from there. Whether he's going to, you know, be the usual Dominic, Dominic Mysterio, or is he going to side with eventually side with the Judgment Day? I really think if he's going to join Judgment Day, they have to give him the mask because Ray never gave him a mask, and Dominic. He just he looks too much like a kid 
I think without the mask, though, I think I think it would add to his character, to his development, if he gets some sort of like yeah, I can't imagine. cool mask with the with the Judgment Day. Can you imagine a feud with Dominic and Ray, father and son feud? Mm-hmm. I mean, they could play off the Eddie stuff, too, if they wanted to. Right. And and now we're getting all this good storytelling for both Raw and SmackDown and NXT. I, 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 oh, man, I'm pretty excited to see what the possibilities are. Yeah, I'm just really glad that the IC title is actually featured on on pay-per-view. That's what I'm most excited about is just Gunther and having matches with Nakamura. And this match with Sheamus might be super hard-hitting. So I think mm-hmm. Gunther is like the workhorse champion, dark horse wrestler right now. Absolutely. And I really think him being U.S. champion has really stepped up Bobby Lashley's game, too. Because he's, he's been having some great matches in Raw. Oh, my goodness. I'd love to see Gunther and Bobby Lashley now that I think about it. Can you imagine? And um, it's funny you should say that because uh, recently Lashley uh, said something about that. He would love to have a match with Gunther. I think that would be intense. That's oh, like man. the closest I'm gonna get to. That's the closest I'm gonna get to like Gunther versus Swagger versus Hager as like him versus Lashley, two two big shooters going at it. Oh gosh, that'd be tremendous. Speaking of Hager, um, Hager, I think he's uh, wrestling next week on uh, Dynamite. Yeah, who's who's the opponent announced? I, I didn't oh, catch God. that. I'm not sure who. I don't know if it's Dan- – it might be Brian Danielson, I believe, and Hager. That would make sense because that would build up their match on All Out. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that could be really good. Hager kind of gets overlooked because he's not a talker guy, but right. he's, he's got the MMA background, so him and Brian would be interesting, especially with the size difference. Yeah, it would be really cool. Oh, man. Yeah, that that should be pretty cool. And um, and th- I think there's a women's match next week, too. I forget who, who's involved. I know they had the four-way match for All Out, but I didn't see what, was next, mm-hmm. what, what the women's match was in the Yeah. Yeah, I hope Tony Storm gets a rain, and I, I, I'd like to see Jimmy Hader get more shots. Jimmy Hader, yes. Jimmy oh, yeah. I think she will develop. I think she'll be a fan favorite at some point, but I like her being Brit's yeah. bodyguard. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Tony. It'd be cool to see Tony, like maybe Tony Storm and Britt Baker have a few for a while for the championship. Oh, for sure. And uh, I think Jamie is really um, 
got a lot of potential. She's got some history over there in Japan, too, so she she knows how to work that style. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm hoping maybe Statlander heal up and get back in the mix soon. I don't know the extent of her injury, yeah, but... That, she's a big one. Of, like, she's just had really bad luck with her injuries. Yeah. I think she could be a top uh, woman for them, but it's just those damn injuries. Just worse timing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll be honest with you, in the beginning, it was really cool having uh, Jay Cargill in her streak being the, like a TBS champion, but I, I really think it's run its course, honestly. And I think it's time for uh, a serious challenger to go after her, her in her championship. But that's just me. Who, uh, Jay Cargill? Yeah. What was her last opponent? I know she was feeding with... Was a, uh, she had Maria Shapir at some point, but I haven't... I don't even remember who she last yeah. wrestled. She said she did some kind of angle with Athena where she like oh, know, that's the, right. the metallic metallic wing she came out to the ring with. I think Athena she, could she, be yeah. a really good rival for for Cargill. Yeah, yeah, I I, I totally agree. I, I think it's prime time, you know, for her. Yeah, I think Athena. I think she should have been a bigger star in WWE. So I'm really glad. I'm really hopeful that she gets uh, some opportunities here. I think yeah. um, Ruby Soho is kind of similar, but mm-hmm. I know not everybody can be top woman, but I'd like to see more opportunities for Ruby and Ember at some point, especially especially Athena. Right. Right, yeah, they, they, I mean, yeah, I mean, they got they got some great talent right mm-hmm. now. Um, oh, Matt, and uh, I'm that, just, yeah, go ahead. Claudio, I was going to tell you, Claudio, I think is defending the ROH title um, tomorrow night on Rampage against Dustin Rhodes, from what I hear. Oh, that would be really good. Like, that would be like yeah. a dark horse match that you might not know what to, what to expect. It will be really good, though. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. <laughs> Two workhorses. That would be the workhorse match for that show. Mm-hmm. If, um, is there anything you'd like to plug for this week, Steve? Um, always enjoy calling into a retro and uh, sometimes in the room, but, um, I think, uh, for wrestling interviews, we might have Susan Green. Uh, I gotta, I gotta check with John about that, but, um, but yeah, we do, uh, for wrestling interviews on Sundays at 7.30, so, um, fun and you can find it on, uh, for wrestling interviews.com, the Facebook page, but, um, Thanks. Oh, oh, that's exciting, man! I look, definitely look forward to that. Um, guys, who are listening in. Of course, the interviews uh, this Sunday. What time? 
What time, Steve? Uh, Sorry, it was a Steve. Uh, uh, yeah. I got, I got time do, oh, it's all right. What time is person interviews this Sunday? Uh, usually 7.30 p.m. 7.30? Okay, yeah, definitely check it out, guys. Always a great show, for sure. Um, but, hey, hey, thank you, Steve. It's been an awesome to, uh, show tonight. It's been really cool. Um, next week, we're going to be talking uh, Faces of Fear, Haku and Barbarian, right here on the well, WCW Retro. So look, looking look forward to that for sure. Um, but, guys, uh, check out the archives of tonight's show. Look for WCW Retro and Medusa on BUCNation.com. Uh, support us. Uh, you can also listen to us through Spotify and iTunes as well. Uh, thank you, guys, for your support. Have a great week, week and um, weekend coming up, and let's see what we can uh, finish this out with here. Oh, goodness. Let's see. Oh, goodness. Oh, yeah, let's close out with some Bret Hart. <laughs> thank you, everybody. Take care. God bless.